0: You know how when DMs start rolling dice behind their screen without saying anything, you get really nervous. Yeah, that's like pretty much the most terrifying thing in D and D. Yeah,
1: right. I, but what if what if we do it back? You mean you know? like we just take our dice and we just roll them, like hidden yeah. behind our hand, and just chuckle to ourselves?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just kind of you roll them. <laughs> sometimes you tisk. Sometimes you you give your DM kind of a sly grin. You just go, "Oh, that was a good roll."
1: Ooh, and then... uh, or, or like he starts to narrate something, and then you ask him, "Are you sure?" No.
0: <laughs>
2: no. 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 no.
0: <laughs> oh man. No. The yeah,
2: showed up. No. Get out of my office.
0: Are you I'm sure? I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you sure?
2: Again, you <laughs> left the door
0: open.
3: know, <laughs> oh, dude, I'm rolling. Just... Uh... Here, here, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not good.
1: <laughs> Dice
2: noises. what uh... clack noises. Yeah, too bad it's all D4s. Uh,
0: well, actually, those were keycaps off my keyboard, <laughs> but it remains the same.
2: <laughs> well, I'm welcome back, everyone. I am so sorry that you had to put up with that again. But, uh, you know, I do let the kids run loose, and uh, I you know, I try to do the best I can, but sometimes they just get away from me. <laughs> it's like
0: it's a bit or something. Wow.
2: It is. It's almost like, and it's like, you know, becoming a regular.
0: Weird. Oh, my.
2: Weird. Oh, my. Uh, Anyway, well, welcome back, and uh, thanks for joining us and uh, spending some time with us again. Uh, we'll do a real quick roll call. We, uh, we actually are changing things up a little. We've got a couple of uh, positions uh, to have slid out. Uh, we may have some uh, guests slide back in, uh, but today uh, it is just going to be myself. Welcome. My name's Kevin, and uh, we have Clay with us. What up? We got Ryan. Hello. And we got Joey. Hey, uh, Nathan's still, uh, unfortunately, dealing with life, uh, as is uh, Bree now. So we've got two of them out. Uh, so it's just the four of us. We have no technical uh, specialists now. Our whole podcast could go up in flames. We'll see. Right? It's about you know? time
3: they're out of the picture, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> I know, honestly, dude, we are trying to work for that for years
2: almost. And, uh, and we're hoping that uh, this is being recorded and that uh, everything's going smoothly. Oh yeah, uh, I should so, probably
0: start the recording.
2: Yeah, we should have oh, thought of that uh, ahead of time. Ooh, man. Oh, oh
0: wait, the 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 lights blinking. Oh here okay, here, we're good. Yeah, we're, we're, we're good. We're good. We're
2: good. Here, here. You yep. sure? I'm hoping it's the right light.
0: Well, I mean, a well, light is, wait, is it?
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> either right. the recording sure light recording or the studio
0: light? Light? is on firelight. Wait, wait, no, that's my bedroom light. Hold on. You're just flicking so, yeah, the, the light, light
1: switch, dude. I don't. We're
2: good. We're good. It's fine. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we're back and. This week, uh, like I said, it's a little, uh, uh, little different because uh, we are going to change up things slightly. But it, the one thing that we pretty much always do is upset Clay. So yeah, I thought yeah. we, we probably should just start with that. Let's just uh, get off to a good start.
0: Oh, you it would know, be my pleasure. And, what a good start. Yeah.
2: So we're going to bring uh, Ryan up with uh, his uh, Two Lies and a Truth. Take it away. Let's see if uh, Clay's got it this week. All right. Don't. So,
1: welcome to Two Lies and a Truth. If you've never listened to this segment before, this is where I um, find one true thing from a real licensed uh, Wizards of the Coast source book. Um, and then I make two things up and we make Clay guess which one is real. Um, so, today's theme is going to be on magical spells. So,. Great. Um, Clay, I hope you've been studying up on your spell list. I can barely read, but go ahead. All right, well, um, here we go. Uh, Way to brag. So so the first one is that there is a spell that specifically changes you into a giant magic frog.
0: Um, Uh, Hold on. I'm going to go ahead and take notes this week. Okay. Um, Yeah. Uh, Changes you into a stupid frog. Go ahead.
2: Magic Giant. Giant stupid frog. Magical.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh, that's what I
1: said, stupid frog. Uh, um, go ahead. You get an extra stretchy long tongue attack. Ooh. Is that the um, second
0: one, or is that just uh, the, what goes with the frog?
1: It, it comes with the, the being a giant magic frog. Okay, you just yeah. get a big stretchy tongue. Got it. Um, and also you get uh, increased jumping, swimming, and climbing speeds. Or I guess jumping distance, swim speed, and climbing speed. You know, on account of being a giant frog. Yeah, because you're a frog, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Got it. So it's kind of like polymorph, but the frog is magic. So you do like... Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, (laughs) go ahead. Okay, here's the next one. The next one is that there is a spell that forces the target to dance uncontrollably. Um, So basically, you uh, just cast this on them, and then they get down with them bad selves. Um, Got it. And... um, So you have to move, you have to use your entire movement to, like, move one square. And Mm -hmm. everyone has advantage against you while you're dancing. And basically, you're having a great time, but you're also having the worst time.
0: I mean, Um, okay. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. sure, (laughs) go ahead.
1: And then the last one is that there's a spell that turns a regular boat into an airship. So basically, uh, you cast it on a boat, and it sails through, like, the air now instead of water. Uh, Magic school bus boat version
2: yeah pretty much (laughs) so like
1: the sails still work functionally the same and it travels at the same speed that it did beforehand but now you can travel the skies as like a sky pirate so that's cool that's pretty epic so uh, what do you think clay which one of those sounds
0: uh, the most plausible okay so they all sound stupid Uh, so once again Wizards of the Coast you have really truly let me down just want to throw that out there first thing yeah. so we've got giant dumb frog uh yeah. and you you put a lot of detail into that to basically just tell me i'm a big dumb frog like <laughs> yeah it's got a stretchy tongue attack as a frog would and yeah. it can move like a frog well i mean awesome.
1: yeah i mean yeah. the stretchy tongue i felt like was worth mentioning because yeah you know uh-huh it's not always like an attack thing. yeah okay Okay, whenever you get.
0: Uh-huh. It. Yeah, <laughs> giant dumb frog, yeah, giant dumb magic frog. Next. That's the name uh, of the spell, actually. Makes me dance. Now, uh-huh. if this one's real, I've got a lot of questions because I can't dance, and I'm just going to go ahead and make a canon that none of my characters can dance. So that's not only uh, inconvenient; it's depressing. Uh, he can't leave his friends behind. Um, and the last one, uh, it, you just made a boat, a flying boat. Yeah, and I don't really understand how that's really all that helpful, especially because it moves at the same speed as a boat. Yeah, and but now it flies.
3: Okay. Well, but... what if there's like a reef and you have to go past it? And you just fly over it, or but just land in general. The boats
0: don't move very fast to begin with, at least not I mean, compared on the boat, to their size. Cool. Just, I want you to kind of just imagine a slow-moving boat, kind of Could just floating around. Do yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. It just says it has can. to be a boat. It's a boat. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. You're just rolling through air. Imagine how many people you can mess up like
2: that. Well, have you True guys chaos. heard of portage? You know no. what portage is? No, when I don't. When you are uh, kayaking or canoeing uh, rivers, and you get to a point where you can no longer uh, travel by water, you have to portage, which means you have to pick your canoes up, turn them upside down, carry them on your shoulders, across a land mass, back to another uh water body that will accommodate the canoe or the kayak or you know the and that would be i think actually very very helpful
0: okay so i learned something about portage um but i didn't you know i i still think that that's a really dumb spell i just I mean... these are all you mean you? You say you? I mean, every week trying to defend these spells. I know that they're your pride and joy. I know you made them. Are you telling me. me if you could have a flying boat, you wouldn't? Right. I, I,
2: dude, I I'm was sure so I have a would. Flying boat.
0: Right? But why would the wizards of the coast <laughs> take the time just You're to write you. in that weird, obscure? Ca- There's no utility for it. There is we- no utility, Joey. We- <laughs> Stop it.
1: It lasts for eight hours, if that changes anything. It doesn't! It doesn't at
0: all! Think about
3: how many space pirates there are. Think
0: about how I'm going to jam an oar down your throat, okay? Mm, Now, we're going to go... It would. (laughs) It would. Having flying boats as cannon would also hurt. And I get the funny feeling that that's where it's going to end up going. But I'm just going to go ahead and follow my heart here. And I really just want the spell to be turning me into a giant stupid frog. I'm going to say that's real. Not because I think that it's real, but because I want it to be.
1: Okay. Final um, answer. Let's get some second opinions. Uh, Joey, which one do you think is the most real of these? Oh,
3: I think I've heard of the dancing one before. Because I'm pretty sure... I don't know if it was Homebrew, but there was... A, I read
1: about a dancing trap in okay. the Wild. So you're going to go with the dancing spell? Yeah. Okay. And then, Dad, do you mm-hmm. want to weigh in on this one? I know you yeah, don't usually, but... Uh... I
2: don't, and unfortunately, I do not know which one is which. I'm guessing it's probably the dancing one, too, just because I, I kind of okay. see the the nature on that. But I actually like the... I want the boat spell to be the right one. <laughs> if the boat spells...
3: You just cast... Um... I,
2: I want a flying <sighs> boat.
0: I'm, I'm sure you do! It's, it's, called, it's called a plane! It's just <laughs> a plane! See,
1: all I'm saying is, even if they aren't real, you can make them real. That's the beauty of being a DM. Homebrew that's your own true. spells. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> all right. So, you guys uh, play, your answer was Giant Frog, final answer. Dumb Frog, yes, that's me. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'm sorry to tell you that no, the actual correct spell was uh, Otto's Irresistible
0: Dance from the Core Player's Handbook. Yeah, the dancing spell. You know what? Not I'm okay with that. Mansion. I'm okay with losing to the dumb dancing spell because a flying boat <laughs> is pointless. I mean, it's just a plane. If you want a plane, invent a plane! It's not easy, dude. Just invent a plane. Invent a plane. It's not <laughs> that hard. It's Clearly it's not that hard. It's been invented. Um, <laughs> well, medieval times On a wing. Get yourself right. together and please invent <laughs> modern technology. And stop trying to use magic to do it end of rant um this sucked
3: i mean what's a boat but a plane on water
0: wow i'm gonna kill you so true (laughs) oh my goodness okay well i'm a little bit annoyed so i guess it's a good time to talk about things that annoy me uh but (laughs) i've noticed that I could talk for a while about stuff that annoys me. It's like I've got an anger problem. So what I'm going to try to do to make this a little bit more enjoyable and to prevent me from uh, bursting a blood vessel is I'm going to rant. First, I can't. I can't breathe. But I'm going to rant for a second, and then I'm going to ask you guys your opinions because for some reason I really, really care about what you guys have to say. Mm. I know. Weird of me. So um, I have noticed just from reading through – a lot of Reddit, not from playing the actual game, because who would actually play D and D? It's not like you know nerds, I'm a big nerd or anything. Probably, yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> how do you have you guys ever come across? I, I ask you, have you? I know you have uh, a problem with sharing loot.
3: Mm. No, just be really? rogue and never tell anyone you got it. I <laughs>
0: yeah. hate you. Just take all the loot
3: before anyone knows it exists. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, okay. go shot ahead, and you're like, sure, and you come back 10 pounds heavier, but they don't know
0: why. So here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> While you as a player may really want that loot, and your character may want that loot, and your character may be able to conceal loot and prevent the other characters from knowing, everybody else at the table knows there's loot. <laughs> and those real people are going to take you behind the you know, the game shop or whatever, and they're going to shove dice down your throat. Hey. Hey, you know what that is? That's metagaming. That is metagaming, yeah. and you know what's we funny? That's a is I, I think every every game I've ever been in, there's always ended up being some topic of conversation about who gets what loot. Um, For us, it was actually pretty civil. We were given a boat. Uh, and Ryan declared himself captain, and we all just kind of went with it. So <laughs> it's
1: it's because I paid the dock fee
0: exactly. He did why. pay the dock fee. What would you yeah. pay? Like twenty gold? Boat. For like five? This enormous no, it wasn't even twenty.
1: It was like five gold. I want to say. Yeah. And then he
0: had a boat. And then you had a boat. So we all went with it. But, but that very easily could have been like a game-ending argument over who owns that boat. I think Tinos owns the boat. I mean, yeah, people f- think she owns the boat. And people
1: ten fight ten. back and forth <laughs> over loot worth way less than a boat.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and take uh, my advice because I am clearly the authority on things. If you can't decide who gets the loot, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a priceless artifact. It doesn't matter if it's something that your character has wanted the whole game. If you can't agree on who gets it, it gets sold. It's sold for whatever it's worth and the money is divided. That's it. If you can't afford to pay for the thing that you want out of your own money and someone else wants it. That's the end of it. You can get it later. I 100% it's, agree. Yep. It's, and
3: then when they go to sell it, yeah, the rogue just steal it back. Infinite money. Oh, infinite money glitch. <laughs> infinite, infinite money, money glitch. <laughs> glitch.
0: Yeah, great. I mean, what what do you guys think? Have you guys come across in any of your campaigns? Have you have ever actually had what felt like some uh, some hurt feelings or some uh, ill will after deciding how loot gets split up? I think that it's just kind of an inevitable
1: problem unless your DM specifically tailors your loot drops for, like, specific players, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, if you have a character in your party that only uses bows and you give them a bow, obviously the party's going to be like, oh, well, this should go to bow guy. You know, you aren't going to have your (laughs) fighter who's like, I've been using greatswords for, like, the past three months in this campaign. But you know what? I think I'm going to learn how to use bows. Yeah. (laughs) It's time. And then he's shooting his sword to the bow. Right. Yeah. So I think if you have a party like that where the DM can, like, you know, pretty easily give specific loot to specific people and avoid those kind of fights, then great. But, you know, if you randomly generate your loot or um, you give, like, a more neutral magic item, like a ring of protection or something that people are going to fight over, of course it's going to happen. And um, generally, you know, if it's something that is, like, common, like a ring of protection, you know, it's a coveted magic item, but they aren't exactly, like, the rarest thing in the world. Yeah, sure, why not sell it? And if one player wants to specifically keep it, then they could give up their share plus the extra money to, like, buy it off the rest of the party. Or whatever. Um, And... You know then they get the item everybody else gets their cut of how much it would have sold for everyone's happy but i think you run into issues when you start running into more rare items so like if there's something that's important to your character's backstory like oh yes this orb was a family heir- heirloom that goes back generation and i specifically went on this quest to get this one item um but then you have somebody else in your party who's like Oh, that magic orb gives me, like, a plus two to strength, and I want to have 20 strength, so I want it. (laughs) Then obviously, you know, you don't go into town and sell this, like, artifact, but...
0: Okay. I mean, and that's fair, but, I mean, each person then has their own motivation. We've got uh, Mr. Muscles, who wants 20 strength, and we've got the guy who, you know, we would all, all probably agree has more of a claim to it. Right. But... In in terms of actually deciding how the loot is divided, how would we go about doing that? What would you suggest in a situation like that? RP.
1: Right. Of course, a civil in character discussion would probably be your best bet, but it's not going to work 100% of the time. Get get, get rid of civil. Just
3: a discussion.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, it it doesn't even have to be like a discussion. You know, you could have your character be like, right? Like that's my family heirloom. (laughs) I will kill you to get that item. I know that we've been like friends or whatever, but like.
2: Yeah. What if that's, you know, actually part of their character? I mean, I could see that happening. You know, I think that's where the DM needs to be a little more uh, careful and what kind of a drop. I mean, you know, if you have a party of, you know, four and there's four really good, you know, items that, or a lot of, you know, gold and platinum, fine. But uh, you know, when you get into larger groups, you get you have to be careful because you're just setting yourself up for a major you know issue with your your players. Right. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, that's you've you've got to be more careful with that. And the thing is, is some DMS good grief you talk about rare drops everywhere i mean you know they're just dropping stuff off left and right it's like yeah you would know anything about that would you you saw no.
0: <laughs> i feel like i owned a boat partially after the second campaign yeah I'm, you did I, like I kept expecting you to just take it all away from us i swear yeah i, did <laughs> I really too. did you're um, like oh
1: here's like a plus two magic dagger and i'm like cool what did i do to deserve this <laughs>
2: Well, you guys are gonna I earn it fun. at some point. Yeah, but, uh, for sure. That's that's for down the road of peace. Yeah. So Yeah, so we should expect a magic item drought now, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's gonna be one one ultra rare that you guys can fight over. Oh there you and go. That,
0: that brings up another question I have. So I know Ryan uh, and Mr. Fit, you guys have DM'd and Joey's about to start DMing. Um, Ooh, whoop, 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 big hype. Yeah. So <laughs> I, what do you guys feel about um, the scaling of loot to try and match your party? So I know some DMs will kind of just flavor it in that, oh, it's just random loot, or they'll use random loot generators, and I think that that can end up leading to arguments. What do you feel about you know flavoring in loot that is specific to characters that kind of falls in? Like giving bow to bow guy, and oh, hey, look, there's a ring for Mr. Jewels, and hey, this thing is a nice sword for Mr. Barbarian. You know, actually picking out loot ahead of time that you know your players will kind of naturally fall into.
1: What's your opinion? Uh, Personally, I almost always handcraft every single magic item that I put in my campaign. True. I got light armor from it. But that's just how (laughs) I am. I know a lot of people aren't willing to go through that. So like I'll have a character and I know that the player who plays them really likes interacting with animals, right? And they have like a druid character. And that. so I'll give them some, like, staff that has, like, a specific bonus to animal handling to so help them out with that or something. Or um Joey's character, for instance, um, super was, boy. yeah, very charismatic, super charming. And so I gave him a suit that basically he can change it to look like whatever style of suit he wants, but it'll always be a suit. So you can change, like, the color, the fabric, and, like, the length, but it's always a suit. Interesting.
3: So slightly attractive.
1: Yeah, and everyone always views him as at least attractive.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, I it, for me, it's not super hard to just come up with like a bunch of very like simple magic items, and you know, some of them do more stuff, some of them do less. But um, I basically craft them all out beforehand because I feel like it's a lot more genuine to get like this cool coat that, like, changes stuff than, like, a plus one sword. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just me. I know that other people do it different ways, and I think that's fine. Um, As long as you're mindful of specifically what you're giving your players. Um, Because, like you said, you can run into issues. And, of course, it does kind of ruin the realism, too. Because, you know, if you're a bow guy and you keep getting bows, like, every, (laughs) like, fifth session or so, eventually you're going to be like, okay, well, there's no reason that Every single monster that we fight has magic bows. Why does this keep happening? You know, so.
0: I agree.
3: Okay. Anyone else? Uh, I think I'll pl- I plan on doing it more thematically. Like, I'm not going to hyper-focus on what uh, your classes are. So, like, if you go to, like, a ruined fort, you're going to find stuff that would be at a ruined fort. Right. And if... um. And I might, like, tailor it a little bit. So, like, if we have a bow guy, I'll probably make it a magic bow instead of a magic sword if there's a magic item there. But,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. I forgot where
0: I was nope. going with that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, think, I think that works really well. I think that you should obviously, you know, if you're walking through the middle of a forest, there isn't going to be, like, a magic hammer sitting in front of the Yeah, or if, or if you just kill some, like, common bandits. Or, like, probably, a bear. You know, like, you kill a bear, you aren't going to get, like, a plus one magic longsword out of it. <laughs> it was but... just sticking in them. You didn't notice it during the fight, but... Yeah, so, like, I think it's really important to, like you were saying, Joey, to, like, put things where they belong. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it makes it feel more real and less, like, oh, DM saw that I haven't had a magic item in a while and then threw me a bone kind of thing.
2: Plus I have. Well, keep in mind your players too. Sure. If you, um, if you remember, based on backstories uh, yeah. in our campaign, some of the characters were more excited about um, material, spices. <laughs> um, one of them, um, I think, took half a wine cellar with him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he um,
3: enjoyed
2: that wine cellar.
3: I think Tin would take every scroll he found, even though he's not a caster. Just because of yeah. mechanics, or magic, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it, that's a, another thing. It doesn't always have to be magic items. It doesn't have to be rare and exotic. I mean, just as simple as uh, we had one who wanted to, you know, he, he was going to uh, sew clothes. Uh, he was a tailor, sure. and he found um, some nice fabric, and he took... Uh, pieces of it. He didn't even take like the full. I think you know the like the bolts or whatever they were on. You know he took enough just to do what he needed to do. Um, who's the one that took spice? Was that? That
0: your was character? me. Yeah. Yeah. He stole like play. a pound of
2: pepper
1: or something. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I would
0: just. My character thought you know the utility of having uh, pocket pepper would be you know useful, but, and it never came up. Yeah. But I still have but,
2: it. see things like that though. I mean you know all of a sudden down the down the realm. There may be a you know a reason to pull that out there uh, you know some kind of a use for it, things like that um, I think are really rich and I think that's the other thing a lot of people uh, DMs especially seem to just kind of let the equipment go yeah yeah you got the standard stuff yada 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 you know um, I know some DMs are you know are more critical on like rations you know they actually count off rations and if you run out of rations guess what you're going to starve to death. Um, water, do you have any water, you know, flat, you know, or water, um, what carry in? Water skin. What is it? It's a water skin. Water skin. That's it. Um, things like that. Um, you know, but when you get down to the nitty gritty and you really, you know, um, you know, one of them, one of my characters always carries a pipe and tobacco, um, you know, he's a dwarf rogue. And that's one of the things you'll see on his, uh, equipment list all the time. And the thing is, is he'll have to search it out because you know if you smoke the tobacco, well, you got to replace it. Uh, little things like that, I think, are really, you know, uh, I think it adds to the campaign and to the role-playing portion as well. Right. So you know, if the DMS take heed that you know, like you said, um, I remember you know the uh, the coveted plus three Vorpal sword, you know, when I was playing AD&D, I mean, you know, that's that was what you you strived for. I mean, that's what you 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 lived for because that or the um, the flame sword I like can't shot. even remember what it is yeah so I mean it's just things like that were you know that's you know what everybody wanted but that's back in the hack and slash days you know not very many people played magic users uh but you know I would say in 3.5 into 5 Pathfinder anyone you know the magic users you know they got like 90 wands on them well, where the heck did they get all of those wands you know <laughs> It's, you know, it's like never ending, you know. So, I mean, the DM's got to, you know, take a look at that and also scale that back because it can get out of hand. And, uh, you know, I remember when the loot divvy up, you know, oh, there's wands. Well, you know, hey, I want to use the wand So, you know, you guys can't use it. So give it here. That happens. I mean, it's just you got to remember that there are some that are very specific to, you know, class, some very specific to race, um, things like that. But yeah. no, I I agree, Clay. I think that uh, we um, we as DMs, but even as players, need to be a little more careful on that, um, and and agree that it's for the good of the party. So you know, like you guys were saying, if Bow Guy, if you give him the plus two bow, uh, he very potentially could save your life down the road by actually being able to hit and to uh, eliminate you know, foes with that added, you know, magic weapon. So you have to keep that in mind too, which I know is hard. You know, know, everybody's, you know, in for themselves. So I get it. (laughs) It's true.
0: That's very apparent in like almost every D&D match that uh, I've seen. Most players are in it for themselves. It's rare to find that person that's like, oh yeah, I'll kill off this character I've spent a lot of time on for you. Yeah. 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 And.
1: The people who are willing to do that, you keep them because they are one in a million. <laughs> they
0: are. You never yeah, let them out of your group. You, you. keep that person, always. If, Kieran died for his party. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kieran's gonna betray. He his
3: really party. Didn't. Well, kinda. kinda. He, he died. Way, he died. It happened. <laughs> he,
1: he didn't really benefit anyone by dying,
2: but no. you know, that's so, you keep him forever or until he dies. That, yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to.
0: I think it's a
2: good
0: way to handle it. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, that's yeah. my piece for
2: today. Nice. Well, Thank you. Um, a piece of news that we have is uh, we're putting the uh, current campaign on hold. Um, we lost, uh, what is it, four of our players uh to other things and we had to kind of uh, step back and in the mix of us talking with uh, Bree and joey last week about stepping up uh joey decided he was going to step up and we are actually starting a brand new campaign congrats joey thank, thank you. you
3: thank you i'm very excited and terrified
2: <laughs> well uh, you know what the first one is always a little you know nerve uh, mm-hmm. generating yeah, nervous, generating, making you nervous, shaking. Yeah,
0: it's like killing someone. It's like killing Once you do it a
2: couple of times, it's easy. There you go. Wait a
0: minute. Uh, no, hold <laughs> on a second.
2: We we may not never ever need to see Clay in person again. I'm getting a little worried about him. You'll uh, see me. Yeah. Um, Maybe not
0: when you wanted to, but you'll see me.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: So, ha. Got him.
2: Wait. So Joey, I wanted to ask you what uh, what are you doing to prepare for our upcoming campaign um, not not in detail just to, yeah. in general what, what you know what have you been doing I know that usually it's an exciting time I remember you know doing my very first one um, I probably had about uh, 17 reams of paper printed out and yeah I mean it was so much overkill it was ridiculous but uh, how, and of course um, we are still not meeting in person we're not sure when that's going to happen so Joey's got to do this online, which again is another factor. Which I don't believe that you've DM'd. Um, well, I mean, we know DM'd you haven't DM'd, but but <laughs> not only have you not DM'd, but now you're also having to do it uh, on Roll Twenty, which <laughs> is new for you as well. So what do you what are you doing just in general?
3: Uh, well, the plan with this is I want to just give you guys. I'm essentially giving you uh, as realistic world as possible, like as fast. Best- possible to fantasy so I'm, my goal is just to put you guys in a world and that you do what your characters would do without having too much influence and like no matter there's going to be consequences and all
0: that and you're you're, uh, you're hoping that we're gonna write your story for you
1: yeah, essentially yeah
0: <laughs> i like kind it. Of, kind of well, I, that's you know, how i've been
1: running my campaign for the past yeah. year and uh, i haven't been called out on it yet so <laughs>
3: yeah kind awesome. of i'm also i'm also writing like even if you guys just sit around, stuff's still going to be happening in the world because I'm insane and I like my <laughs> <managing> it. <laughs> well, uh, so there's that. It's just like how much you got how much influence you want to impede on my world. I don't think that's the right way. So basically, all I've been doing is writing so much backstory. Yep. For everything. And, and you're I'm prepared
2: just, for jettisons, right? We've talked I about am, that, right?
3: Yeah, because like my, my goal is just. I'm just trying to build the world, and I'm just going to react based on <laughs> uh, the characters around you, how they would react based on what you're doing. So, like, I have, yeah. like, a bunch of characters who had growth a certain way or had certain history, and if they saw you doing a certain thing, they might react to certain certain, 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 all that stuff. <laughs> certain. certain, Yeah, and there's one more for Are you certain? I am not. Okay, good. <laughs> the best way to describe because I had a week, which isn't enough to write a world i don't think (laughs) as it turns out yeah believe it or not Uh uh-huh so the best way to uh there's a couple ways to describe but the best way to describe it i think is uh i'm sculpting something but i'm doing a bunch of sculptures at the sculptures at the same time and i'm focusing on certain parts so i just kind of face the parts that are done at you and hoping you don't look at the other side uh, uh, uh. you know fingers
0: crossed So you're saying there may be some doors that we walk through where the building's not actually there. You forgot to write it in. (laughs) It'll be more like, hey, theater of mind time.
3: (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, but I just wrote so much. I spent all day yesterday writing history about a war that you guys will probably never see. (laughs) Never in my life did I think I'm going to spend a weekend writing history.
0: Hey, man that's awesome though yeah that's a, that's a committed dm right there
3: yeah i'm having a lot of fun though don't get me wrong i am like i'm going crazy just in, i'm i have even brought my mom in i've got her to, she's a great artist i've gotten her doing some of my
2: drawings for me she did some of my designs oh, for i awesome. see a book i see a book in the future Maybe um, a couple it, short stories. That's the thing about D&D. You just take
1: all of the things that your characters do, and as an author, you don't even have to think about what you're writing because they already did it all for you. You just have to write down what they already did.
3: Yeah, I'm just going to write
0: them like, okay, they said this this time.
1: All yeah, right, but... and I publish it. You know, make money off of what you guys did.
0: Exactly. But... Yeah. <laughs> and then you do that thing where you, like, give us an obligatory, like, oh, yeah, I'll give you 2% of it. And you're like, oh, well, that was Old my story. Years, and then like... we all stop talking to each other, and we have a sitcom.
3: Hey, I take uh, my 2% yeah. passive income. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I'll take a 2%
2: passive income. Two cents a day, if that. Uh, well, um, yeah, it, it will be interesting. And uh, when Joey gets this up and running, we will definitely bring uh, some uh, information on the new campaign. And we'll actually have Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting Jerry Seinfeld yeah. on? Yeah. Why no. do you always go to Deal. Jerry Seinfeld?
1: What's the know. deal with Seinfeld? Yeah. Why isn't
0: he on our That's podcast?
2: The, great. <laughs> now What's I have to cut this
0: out.
2: Now I have to cut this out. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll bring you that information uh, after Joey gets it started, and we'll see what uh, what it feels like uh, to be the first time DM fresh. From Joey's Mm -hmm. perspective, Uh, that'll probably be uh, in in a couple of weeks uh, once he gets everything up and running. But uh, we will definitely make sure that you guys are uh, on tap for that. And it looks like we're just about running out of time for this run. So um, we will uh, cut it for today and we will see you guys back next week. Um as usual thank you for spending time with us uh, again send us any uh, suggestions uh, comments uh, good or bad you know we we we're okay we're big boys we can handle it uh, I'm not a big boy <laughs> no, you, no you might make me cry It's okay if you make Clay cry I'll record That's it fine. we'll put that on the uh, podcast as well Oh yeah. yeah People do enjoy that All right okay guys uh, have a great week and uh, we will see you next time We'll see
0: you then. Goodbye, Bye. everybody. Buenos noches. <laughs>